Welcome to the Human Habit Podcast, where we bring you insights into everyday human behavior and help you to change your habits, change your life and transform yourself. I'm your host and brother, Ibrahim Salaman, the Human Habit Guy, a street scientist in the school of everyday life. Inshallah, in each episode, our goal is to bring you ideas related to all things, the psychology of human habits and how they make us or break us. And more importantly, how to break the bad habits that hold you back and make good ones for successful changes so that you can become healthier happier smarter wiser stronger and the best or greatest version of yourself inshallah one habit at a time starting with you and me today thank you for listening enjoy the podcast أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلاة وسلام على رسول الله رب شرح لي سدري ويسر لي أمري وحل الأقدة من لساني يفقه قولي أما بعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله رب العالمين all praise and thanks due to Allah hi everyone how you doing I hope you're all good and well and in good faith and imam and inshallah in today's episode which is part two of rethinking the nature of human habits and everyday behavior and inshallah as I mentioned last week in part one and whenever I feel that any episode is going to be too long inshallah I've decided I'll make it into parts and so that everybody who has got the luxury of the time and those who don't can get an opportunity to listen and generally everybody's so busy these days that it's hard for anyone to sit down even if they've got the attention spam to listen to you know an hour long episode so I've decided like I said I'm going to make them into parts so that it can be easy for everyone as well and also easy for me as well because like everybody else I have to try to find the time to organize my thoughts and and also recording and editing it all that stuff I have to try to find the slots and into my life and try to fit it in so that's another challenge inshallah but anyway and just so to recap on last week's part one I just mentioned to you you know how everyone how all the successful people in all walks of life are those who make consistent and good habits who make consistent and smart choices and decisions which leads to them developing like you know good habits and routine or effective routines in in every area of their life whether that's home work or school and then i mentioned to you that how in historians scientists and philosophers all agree that as human beings we are creatures of and habits and routine and how habits are the key programmers shared review definitions the everyday common we know what habit is intuitively something you do every day but scientists are now discovering that it's a special type of memory and a special type of psychological mechanism or a mental system or thought process that organizes that organizes and drives our everyday thinking and everyday behavior and then i mentioned with you my own little new definition the invisible nuts and bolts of everyday life and I said habits are so powerful that they claim when it comes to a good intention and habits it's an unfair fight and I told you my little catchy phrase I shared with you where I said strong habits eat your good intention for breakfast because when it comes to as we will see in the coming weeks inshallah and coming up future episodes and how strong habits are when it comes to when it comes to your good intention versus habits it's an unfair fight because a habit like I said is a special type of memory and then I mentioned with you the importance of um, and self-awareness because of the nature of habits. We have to become self-awareness. That's the key to changing 
and making lasting meaningful changes otherwise as the smart as somebody wise put it otherwise we are flying blind without good self-awareness then i mentioned with you in in my five pillars in there i've mentioned three and today i want to finish off the other two and share with you in three suggestions ideas or habits that we can implement to create that self-awareness so that we can break the bad habits that hold us back and make good ones for successful and positive lasting meaningful changes or any type of smart changes we want to make any air in any area in our lives so as you mentioned the first pillar the first pillar of habits is any is a trigger and a trigger is any stimulus or reaction that changes your thoughts or feeling and we mentioned there's nine of them thoughts feeling situation place time object other habits when it's part of a routine and body language all those intricate complicated you know everyday behavior is is fluent so we have to become aware right and then i said the second pillar is automatic once we repeat consistently because habits are formed we said whenever there's a link or relationship or association between specific context and a reaction or response because habits are formed whenever we do something or whenever we perform an action in a specific context and if we repeat it consistently with repetition practice and it becomes after that automatic and that's the second pillar automatic becomes second nature and then we mentioned that the more you do it it becomes mindless which means instinctive or instinct and that means it's become hardwired into your being that's why you're human being so it becomes part of your like it becomes hardwired or ingrained or embedded into your psyche or mental machinery on your mind heart or soul and the rest of the body that particular habit and and this is why now inshallah i want to finish off the last two um, pillars of human habit and i said i encourage you to try to see to try to see in your everyday behavior through the lens of these five pillars because it gives us the opportunity to become aware of our triggers and then of course once we become aware of the cluster of thoughts or feeling or situations or people or places or objects that trigger us or the body language or whatever else that triggers us we have to become aware of it and these five pillars will help us inshallah so so continuing back to our back to back to today's episode that's just a quick recap so now we're going to finish off the last two pillars of human habits we said first we said there's a trigger automatic and mindless now the fourth pillar of human habit me is is called accustomed that's and like i said this is my little four pillars from the perspective of a street scientist in the school of everyday life the fourth pillar of human habit my fourth pillar anyway is accustomed accustomed means this is when you've become you to the habit so it means the, the habit has become emotionless it means you don't feel it anymore for example mindless means you don't notice it anymore so for example if Allah has blessed you with something a blessing or a gift you is now mindless means you are oblivious or you don't notice it anymore because it's become subconscious emotionless means you don't feel it anymore so you probably don't feel grateful for it or you take it for granted so you don't feel so like for example if you have good health you probably don't thank Allah for your good health mindlessly you're not you're not paying attention to it if it's become emotionless it means you're not grateful for it so emotionless means a custom means we've got used to it that it's now become emotionless we don't feel it and here's something interesting when I discovered this pillar when I understood this pillar it changed it changed my perception of life or the way I see life the reason why I realized that is that emotions lose their flavor I was like what emotions lose their flavor this is interesting 
interesting. <laughs> so what happens is, what this means is that feelings, positive or negative, both lose their flavor. Means they become emotionless. We don't feel them anymore. Now, what this means in terms of positive, this has got some good news and bad news. The bad news is that all the activities that we do to make us happy, whether that's like anything we do spiritually, mentally, you know, physically, any any type of activity or habits that we do to make us happy, it will lose its flavor, right? It means we have to leave to do two things. We neither have to we have to first of this means that we have to sustain and maintain that habit first of all and then it means that we have to keep learning and growing and transforming in order to take that habit to a new level to that particular area so the prophet sallam said there's a hadith the prophet where he said that imam fluctuates so that means is that all the activities that we do to enhance and increase our imam so we can be happier happy spiritually it means we have to sustain it and not only sustain it and maintain it but we have to it's going to fluctuate because of the nature of of the heart of the law it's the law of emotion that emotions fluctuate so that's why we know our mood can change throughout the day so imam that means once you once you get a good habit spiritual habits of praying say like praying and making dua reading quran you know or paying sadaqah any good deed that you do for the sake of allah to increase and enhance your imam so you can be happier healthier you know spiritually right it means the nature of emotion means that that positive is going to lose it's going to fluctuate so you have to not only sustain and maintain that habits but you have to keep improving and increasing and getting more and more closer to Allah and the same happens with even like marriage that's why in marriage which is a beautiful habit why do we have the concept of the honeymoon period it means the first year and the first year or two years or three years of marriage can be exciting it's novelty it's happy 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 and then what happens <laughs> because of the nature emotion the honeymoon period fades away and then that's what happens as we say somali that's when the lover's tits it starts right and of course that can get worse and it can deteriorate to divorce which reminds me of a funny story that's why they say the first the first year of marriage the husband does all the talking and the wife does all the listening the second year of marriage the wife does all the talking and the husband does all the listening the third year of marriage they both do the talking but the neighbors do the listening <laughs> so that means that's when the arguments and the like I said the lover's tit that's when it starts and of course that's why when it comes to marriage it means now that the that cloud that emotion that positive cloud of love if you've ever fallen in love you know what I'm talking about it means it fades away now you've got your rational mind back <laughs> before it was clouded by love right and happiness now you see your husband's or you see your sp- and spouse bad habits so you see their bad habits you see all the negative side of them right now this is when the real commitment this is when real commitment and the discipline and the courage comes into when you make the marriage last will you have to know that means you have to sustain in the, the activities and the good habits of that relationship but it means you have to keep learning and growing together otherwise the by the law of emotion it's going to fade away and then that's when the negativity can come in so we know that so whether imam loses his flavor we need to carry on happiness lose. not just love imam and happiness lose their flavor but also motivation this is why we get motivated like for example now it's january a lot of people are going to get motivated to make positive change to lose weight to quit smoking to do this to do that to sleep well and everything else and then what happens that motivation motivation is like the English weather <laughs> it's constantly changing or it's like an ocean wave it comes in great surges and then it fades away so we get, so like now January most people after two weeks what happens they're going to go back to their old ways unfortunately because that motivation can keep you going help you to sustain your 10 goals for about 10 days <laughs> and after that it's gone 
gone. That's when the commitment and the dedication comes in because you can't rely on motivation because they say motivation gets you started but habits keep you going. And the word motivation, an interesting one. Inshallah, we're going to ta- tackle this more deeply when we get to emotional habits. But the word motivation comes from the root word motifis, which means to move. And that, that word also, that's why we've got momentum and motorfecal, motorcycle, all that kinds of movement, all those kinds of emotion, like all those coming off that word motifis. But when it comes to the intention, when it comes to psychology and the intention of the heart, it means motif. Motif is the reason or the intention or, you know, or your why you do something. So this is why we have to find out why we do what we do. What was the intention? What was the motive? And as Muslims, we get judged by our intention and the motive and the reason or why we do what we do, right? So, so motivation, like we said, you could have the good intention and the motivation, but because they're emotion, they lose their flavor. You can't rely on that. So you have to have the commitment, the dedication and the courage to sustain good habits. Because like we will see, inshallah, there's other things that will come in. But also negative emotions lose their flavor, which is good as well. This means that if you have fear, like for example, I, I, when I realized I wanted to share this stuff, I realized I had the fear and of public speaking. I realized I have to face this fear. But then, Alhamdulillah, I and then I'll tell myself I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited <laughs> before going stage there's no strength and power and also I learned another which if you notice I always start with that which is the great prophet Allah prophet of Allah Musa was asking Allah to give him confidence confidence right and the courage and to make his task easy for him to open his heart and to open from my heart and my chest give me confidence confidence and contentment that's what we want so that means fear also loses his flavor so this is great news it means we can face our fear knowing because of the law of emotion that's why they say the best way to get confidence and courage is to do the thing that you fear so if you put your trust in Allah Allah loves those people who put their trust so you put your trust in Allah you you acknowledge like what you fear and then you face you put your trust in Allah and then you face your fear step by step but like take baby steps towards it and then guess what it will lose his flavor and then your confidence and your courage and your tawakal Allah your trust in Allah enhances right so then you get the belief then your psychological makeup your mental landscape and your emotional landscape change for the better why because instead of feeling anxious and nervous even though you might feel nervous and anxious it still means you now got the confidence and the courage to go ahead and you got the tawakal you put your trust in Allah then you can go and move forward towards the fear so that's good because fear will lose its flavor and if you keep facing your fear your confidence and your courage and your trust in Allah goes up right because every because you know, that means your psychological mechanism is pre-wired so now you've got the habits of the heart and the habits of the mind and the habits of the soul or spiritually have changed so that's good as well but the other negative soul so if you get accustomed to bad habits like self-defeating behaviors or negative addictive lifestyle choices also means you've now they become your norm so you don't feel shame you don't feel guilty or you don't feel bad that's why for example when somebody learns to smoke cigarette everybody will tell you that at first they feel guilty they feel shame as we say in Somalia he hides you know you hide from your family and your friend you might even spray perfume on yourself but then as it becomes the habit and the norm he loses his flavor and then you don't care you do it the same as anyone who learns to drink alcohol first they hide with it they feel shame they feel guilty then over time they come out on the street because now they love they don't care so that's the danger as well is when you when your imam goes very low it goes down the same as if you if you get into the habit of doing criminal activities you feel guilty you feel bad then you lose his flavor 
before you know it becomes your norm and you become heedless and it becomes adi as we say adi and the same is if you do a murder you feel guilty but then if you get you habit of killing people it becomes the norm you become a serial killer so it becomes the norm whatever you do regularly lose its flavor the most i'll leave you with this example the first few days of ramadan are difficult but unbearable and then what happens it becomes a habit and a routine then it loses its flavor we can fast for the rest of the year so positive emotions like imam and honey period like love and hope you, you know they can lose their they can lose their flavor and likewise we can get accustomed to negative emotions if you get depressed and sad all the time and it becomes your habit then your that becomes a mental habit that why rewires your psychological uh, mechanism or your psychological makeup mental landscape emotional landscape becomes you become a sad depressed person so you don't see any light but like we said we can break these, these are all just habits just saying that's the fourth pillar is accustomed that's good news right and if you've got like i said nervous habits you can break them because you know if you face them you'll be able to overcome them okay so the fifth pillar and the fifth pillar and the fifth pillar of human habit is that habits reward you all habits reward you what does that mean it means that bad habits bad habits reward you today with a steady stream of an immediate pleasure and desire and but their consequences is in the future and good habits on the other hand their consequences is now is in the present is now because they are unenjoyable they are difficult they are effortful and they are struggle and hard to form but their reward is in the future and it's and it's usually and often a bigger and better payoff okay and that's the prophet so there's a hadith he said that hellfire everything that surrounds hellfire is surrounded by you know like desire pleasure and all sorts of things like all the things that we are naturally inclined and wired and biased to that's the way we're, we're wired allah made us to be wired to immediate pleasure but for anyone who can delay who can delay and f- or forego and you know avoid and Put, and put off that immediate pleasure for, for a bigger payoff or you know can delay it for a bigger reward in the future then they get a bigger payoff of course if you can delay the immediate pleasure today you'll have a bigger payoff and a better reward in the future so that's the same paradise so everything around hellfire is surrounded by ease laziness desire everything around paradise is surrounded by anything that's unenjoyable anything that's difficult and that's hard but if you do that the bigger reward is paradise paradise Allah says and they will live in there forever I mean may Allah make us live in paradise forever I mean ma kathina fihi abadan ma kathina fihi abadan they will live in there forever because paradise is very very nice and of course may Allah safeguard us from the punishment of the hellfire I mean we're already wired to that let me tell you a quick story there's a story of the ant and the grasshopper the legend has it and one it was a beautiful 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 summer day and then the ant was working really hard for his future which and, and the coming which was the coming winter the grasshopper chilling relaxing enjoying himself having a time of his life he sees the ant crafting and working out he said hey yo yo ant come here come here what's that what's that heavy thing you got there he said oh that's my food an acorn that i'm um, preparing for winter he said forget about that man just come and chill out man <laughs> he said come and chill out yo forget that and he said nah nah listen mate winter's fast approaching prepare yourself mate the grasshopper said listen mate 
there's plenty of food mate enjoy yourself the ant goes well, my salam, I'm off mate he goes off and in the grass of the carazon chilling anyway soon a winter came and it was snowed and it was covered with snow everywhere the grasshopper couldn't dig up the f- food he was cold he was tired and he goes to the ant he knocks on the door dun, dun, dun. who's there he says it's me oh grasshopper let me in <laughs> and then they say well what do you want he said man I'm hungry I'm starving they said well, we told you to prepare yourself anyway they said they said that they were kind enough to lay me but the point of that I like telling that story is that there's the ant Allah tells us in the Quran that I wish there's a part of our soul which is inclined wired and biased to immediate to immediate and this immediate pleasure and desire this part of us is like the grasshopper okay and he always wants just he wants to be pampered and he wants to be enjoyed and he will get us into trouble because he just does not care about the consequences of the future self on the other hand our future self is the, is the ant he's thinking about the future he tries to get us to work hard today so far bigger reward and payoff in the future so we always have so in every single day we are literally in this everlasting war against ourselves so there's our future self there's our present self this little grasshopper in us in the nafsalamara to be so a part of our soul that's inclined to ease desire laziness and temptation and who wants to be pampered and enjoy yourself today and then there's our then there's the ant in us our future self who cares about the well-being happiness of of our future self in this life and the hereafter so we are in every single day we are literally in a war in a civil war <laughs> everlasting war against ourselves. and the end result of course is whichever choice we make is what shapes you know our habits and routine and our habits and routine shape our they shape our existing and our future in this life and the after and that's why i say you don't decide your future you decide your habits and your habits and routine will decide your future so we are in ever so the truth is we need to figure out the really and truly we need to figure out a way of basically keeping this little grasshopper <laughs> to get, rewire him to think about the future so i realized that the greatest habit of all has to be self-control because in in fact Roy burmester who wrote a book called willpower our greatest strength this is where he said quote he was talking about self-control like willpower is our greatest strength he said most major and this is a quote most major problems personal and socially center on the failure of self-control Control. And he goes on to say that compulsive spending, borrowing, impulsive filing, underachievement in school, procrastination at procrastination at work, alcohol and drug abuse, unhealthy diet or lifestyle, uh, and I put on there like lifestyle habits, lack of exercise, the chronic explosive anger, anxiety, and all those other things, impulsivity, basically. And then he goes on to say that self-control is the key to success, right? And that's why they say the difference between in successful people and others is not the lack of strength or lack of knowledge, but it's a lack of willpower so self-control he goes on to say that self-control is a vital strength and key to success in life so and we know that this is first sign Allah where Allah says Aw shachin and one nafsin wa maa sawaha falhamaha fachuraha wa taqwaha qad aflaha man sakaha wa qad khaba man desaha Allah says after taking oath he says and after taking oath he says whoever purifies his soul he succeeds whoever corrupts his soul he fails so we, literally every single day we are in an everlasting war against ourselves so we need 
need to learn to master self-control. And our Prophet said, the, great, uh, the strongest one among you is the one who's got self-control, like who can manage anger. Because anger, and if you think about all the other emotion, emotional, you know, self-control is the biggest one. Because the desire and all these things are also emotion, remember. So I realized that really the secret formula is you have to have one, there's three. And first you have to have the right mindset. Because why? Because mindset or mentality, they say 90% of success in any endeavor is 90% mental or mind, like mindset or ment your mentality. Why? Because think about it. What is a mindset or mentality? It's made of a cluster of thoughts, cluster of thoughts attached with information and emotion which creates your belief so behind every set of behavior there's always a set of beliefs or assumptions so you've got belief behavior result so we need to change our mindset and have the right mindset get a mindset that's inclined more towards the greater and the bigger payoff right because they say if you can do that you'll have one you'll have no competition <laughs> you because because where it is because we're wired that way most people most of us spend our day and looking for quick hits of immediate pleasure all day long we're chasing quick hits of immediate pleasure and the reason why is because this the way Allah created us we're wired to wonder we want that excitement we want novelty we want in quick ma'an as we say ma'an or something sweet we always want that and that's why bad habits so defeating behaviors and negative addictive lifestyle choices always do they bring you ma'an and one f um, that's why one French economist said that um, the sweeter or the, the, the more fruitier or sweeter like that particular habit is the more and uh, destructive or destructive elated disastrous and it's later biting so it's a bit like saying that good habit the bad habits self-defeating behaviors or negative addictive lifestyle choices or any sin you know at the beginning they are all man or they sweet because there's that thrill and excitement that's what the bad habits are good for they just give you that all the things that's haran or any of the bad habits they they give you the immediate pleasure inside right now and we're inclined to that but the consequences is always in the future where good habits their consequences now because they tend to be boring hard difficult things it's a bit like when you tell your kids do your homework so you can have they can learn better and get better grades the one who does it he gets a bigger payoff like better grades the one who spends his time watching tv or playing on social media or video games he doesn't learn so in the future he doesn't have no better reward so it's a bit like me i left school poor gcsc and low education attainment so what happened because i was busy enjoying myself hanging about with the lads on the street corner right so the consequences was i like i said you told you my story you end up getting into a life of crime or miserable existing but then even when you change you only end up with, and I, I could only ever i knew i could only ever do two jobs at that time cleaning or construction work i tried cleaning it was dead boring <laughs> and then i worked in construction sites for 10 years just which was better than getting into criminal activities and going there but the point i'm trying to say that's the price i paid for poor gcsc or low education attainment right and then i changed my mindset these days i realized that i can learn if i if i study good study habits and routine that's how i realized i could learn anything so which is a good thing because i used to hate anything to do with school or academic <laughs> but i was good at sports but the point i'm trying to say is that's what happens you pay for anyway the free the free secret formula the right mindset the second one is of course you need effective strategies and tactics that work for you and then you need to practice with repetition and consistent enough consistency a new habit or a new behavior until it becomes a complete habit or routine and that's why listen you have to understand this there's a critical threshold to cross because there's a point where once you keep doing it that psychological mechanism or mental system or that thought process or that special type of memory we call habit or i like to call it the invisible nuts and bolts of everyday life will take over and that's what happens when we learn to drive a car you take driving lesson you practice 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 until 
becomes a habit and it gets cued by the context of you sitting on your gain in the car boom then the habit is cued okay or any behavior so inshallah and as i said before allah said i'm searching in allah allah indeed for sure will never change the conditions of people until they change what's within themselves so we need to come with a strong intention and the motive and the reasons and the deep deep desire and that self-motivation to counter the fear and the laziness that can keep us locked in our negative ways and motivate ourselves and that's why Allah reminds us like Abu Shachin and the home of the and the home of the hereafter is the best for those who fear Allah and then Allah says do you not think do you not reason do you not understand so look so if we want to do personal change growth transformation is really only possible you know like when you improve your self-awareness and then you develop your ideal identity of who you want to become and where you want to go so that you create first you create identity then you can work on the process and the outcomes will follow so like for example whatever so like for example if you want to get married that's the outcome the process would be what would you need to become you need to become the kind of person so you might go exercise you might gym you might build your confidence and you might become a person you might start working on you know praying salad and getting close relationship with Allah and then your identity is you become the kind of person who's worth marrying <laughs> right if you want to go to Jannah if your outcome is Jannah if your outcome is Jannah what's the process the process would be you have a good relationship with your creator maybe you pray Salah you pray Salah like you read Quran you do Dikir you, you get closer to Allah in all the ways that possible that you can and then your identity is you become the kind of person who Allah could give to Jannah and that's what the Prophet said like in the best among you is those who have good akhlaq or character like and the, I mean the one who would be nearest to me in the day of judgment or in paradise would be those who are the best of akhlaq so good manners so so you need to think about that inshallah i'm going to share with you um three things okay and the three things that i want to share with you is really ask it determine your goals like ask yourself like what do you really really want and if you could design your life the way you wanted it to be what would that look like and like what kind of work would you be doing and how would you feel and what kind of impact would you be making on the world i really invite you to stop and really imagine this and think about it deeply right because Allah can give it to you and can give it to any of us right mm. and the reason why I say that is because questions are like a bridge between the heart and the mind so they get your intention and your attention that's the first thing the second thing I highly recommend you do is for one week track and monitor all your waking hours and see what you actually do and then look at it if there's things that you, sh- you feel like you believe you should not be doing then you have bad habits to break if there are things that you feel you should do but you're not actually doing then you have some good habits to make okay and the third thing i increase you is to inc- I encourage you is to do dhikr of allah because our emotions fluctuate when you get into the habit of doing dhikr allah said i wish and truly do your hearts find rest in the remembrance of allah so we want to be in a we want to try to be in a calm mood as much as we can because if we let stress and fear anxiety or any other negative anger chronic stress any of these get in the way it stops us from being creative and developing like bad relationship with our loved ones and stuff like that like what my um, like you know they say anger doesn't solve anything but it destroys everything okay so inshallah that's the three things i leave you with ask is determine your goal by asking yourself these questions and track and monitor your waking hours and see what you actually do and then see the things that you don't want to do you've got bad habits to break there and if there's anything that you feel you should do or you believe you should do then you need good habits there's good habits to be made there and then do the dhikr of allah inshallah i leave you with that and, and i wish you safe
success in this life and the after and I ask Allah to give us all in Rabbana atina fi dunya hasanatan wa fil akhirati hasanatan wa qina adhab an-nar Allah give us good in this life and the after and safeguard us from the punishment of the hellfire and inshallah please share it with family and friends and consider subscribing and until the next episode Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh